0: is anybody excited to be in church today so glad that you're with us today those of you that are here in the building all those that are online so glad that you are tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from Uh, we have people that tune in not just from the surrounding areas but even in other states and even people in other countries and we are excited uh, that together we can be a part of this moment believing for god to do incredible things In our life, just a couple things that I want to share before we get started. Uh, The first thing is I want to welcome those I know. Sheree did, Pastor Sheree. Sorry, that's the first time I ever called you Sheree. I call her Pastor Sheree. I've I've been, she's been my mother-in-law now for like eight, nine years, and I call her the family barbecue. Pastor Sheree, can you please, stop calling me Pastor Sheree? Just call me Sheree. I just called you Sheree for the first time. Wow, give it up for me. Thank you, Jesus. Look at freedoms taking place already. Um, but if you're brand new here we are excited that you are here and we'd love to get a gift into your hands we have a number that you can text which is Really simple. You could text the number two eight nine five zero and just the word CC new here. Uh, we are glad that you're with us. And again, just uh, out of a token of our appreciation, we want to say thank you uh, for being with us today. Now, if you're online, don't you text that number and then go your way somewhere else and text some other church to get a free coffee there? I'm just kidding. You do whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, we, we we're glad that you're with us. Also, maybe you've been here for some time and you're looking to really get connected to learn more about what Celebration Church is about, even want to take some time to learn why you were designed by God, what you were created for, we have this simple step called Discover Course. This is a course that actually kicks off today after this service. It's in person, so if you're online, uh, we don't have our online Discover Course ready just yet, uh, but that is on the way. But for those of you that are in the building that want to be a part of Discover Course, after service, you can meet in the wood room, which is the room out in the lobby, to the left, and uh, uh, part one's going to be taking place, and that's just for anybody that's looking to get more involved in what's happening here at Celebration Church. Well, I'm excited about uh, kicking off this series. Pastor Randy last week talked a little bit about this series entitled Hell No. I never thought I'd be able to say that in church, but hell no, and uh, Pastor Cherie gave some clarity of what this series is all about, and, uh, and I'm excited about just opening up, setting the stage for where we're going the next few weeks. Uh, you know, in a lot of my preparation for a message, you know, I have an outline, uh, I have things prepared, and it's very specific and strategic, uh, but but after I got off the phone with Pastor Rain just a couple days ago, something happened on the inside of me that had never happened before as it pertained to what we're talking about. And I want to speak from my heart today, because I believe what's going to be shared could be the very thing that you needed to hear today. Whether today's the first time at celebration or you've been here for 35 years, I believe, we haven't even been here for 35 years, but if you've been saying for 35 years, I believe that this is uh, a word for all of us today. Uh, I'm gonna start off by reading our opening text in Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 19. It says this, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, Philippi. He asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You didn't learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of, he- uh, the, keys of the kingdom of heaven, Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Let's pray. God, we just thank you for today. And God, I just thank you for what you're going to do in this service. Thank you for all you've already done. God, I just pray that you would speak to us today, that you would grant us such clarity, that you would just uh, give us an understanding that we have never had before. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, a few weeks ago, I was at my in-law's house, and Pastor Cherie, she she has a lot of toys for the kids. And growing up, it was very rare. I mean, you, you'd find toys at your grandparents' house, but not like cool stuff. you just find old stuff. She has, inc- she is the coolest grandmother, a.k.a. Roro, in the world. And And some of the toys that she has for the kids, they haven't even been opened yet. One of, one of my nephews, he opens up this, 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 this toy, and um, I'm not sure where it came from, but it was a racetrack, and this wasn't like an ordinary racetrack. This was a significantly big and detailed and lots of little pieces kind of racetrack, and He's building it there in the hallway, and he's struggling to figure out how to build this because there's so many pieces to it. And I'm watching the Lakers on TV, and and someone apparently volunteers me to go help the kids build the racetrack. So I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to miss any of this game, so hurry up, go help the kids build the racetrack. Then I see the racetrack, and I get overwhelmed with all of the pieces. There's so many pieces so I'm thinking to myself, we're in the fourth quarter of the Laker game. i got to figure out how to build this quick. So I take all the steps, and I forget how many steps there are, but I take the first step, and I gather all my pieces, and then I look at my my, my, my five-year-old nephew, and I'm like, now you take these pieces, and that's step two. And then I look at another kid, here's your pieces, that's step three, and here's your pieces, and, and there's step four. And we're going to take like 15 minutes, just build your piece, and we'll reconvene, and we'll connect them Together And so I start building my piece of the racetrack, and it takes me about 15, 20 minutes. And so I'm thinking, finally, I'm done. I hope these five-year-olds are done with their part. Well, I, I walk back into the hallway, and I notice that all the kids built their own individual racetracks with the pieces I gave them. I'm looking at them like, we were supposed to build the pieces and then connect them. But no, you took your pieces and made these little itty-bitty racetracks. What are you building? What are you building? The title of part one of this series, Hell No, is this. What are you building? You see, in, in, in life, every one of us is building something. We're building something. We're, we're building our career. We're building our family. We're building our business. We're, 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 we're building We're building something. You've taken the talents that you have. You've taken the passions that you have, and you've thrown them at something, and you're you're building. What is it that you're building? None of us in this place uh, would be building anything that we didn't deem essential. Whatever it is that we're building, it's important, right? Because you're you're building it, and I've seen that the older you get, the more specific. You are with what you're building because you know you don't have all the time in the world, and I have to make sure that whatever I'm building is absolutely essential. Whatever you're building, you deem essential. And I love reading this verse in, in Matthew that that Jesus is building his church. Can, can I tell you something? Jesus deems the church essential. God is building just the way you are building, but God is building the church. I know for me, so many times, even prior to being a pastor, I thought that we build our lives out here and the pastor builds the church. But God is hoping, God is praying. That you are not consumed with your racetrack pieces. Building your own thing that should really be connected to the main thing. This is going to offend someone because you thought you were building the main thing. But God is building the main thing. And the main thing is the church. He is building the church. Someone just looked at me and said, how dare you? You don't know the time I put into my business. You don't know what the church really is. For many of us, we equate the church to a two-by-four. We equate the church to a wall, to a building, to a location, but God has never defined the church to be a location. He's building the church, and the church is not a location. The church is not this stage. The church is not that camera. The church is not the kids' classrooms, but he's building the church. What in the world is the church? What is the, the church? The word church in the Greek is, uh, they're going to put it right up here. You guys can throw it up, Ecclesia. It could be pronounced a couple different ways, but today we're pronouncing it ekklesia. And the definition of ecclesia in its simplest form is in these two phrases, called out, called together. Called out or called or calling together. Called out, called together. When God says he's building his church, what is he building? Call them out and call them together. I need my friends to come help me up here just to paint this picture because someone still thinks that you go to church, but you don't go to church. You are the church, and this is what the picture of the church Looks like when, when, when God says, I'm building my church, I'm investing my time, my energy. When, when the person sitting next to you that looks at you and says, I'm building the church, what, what, what they mean is this we're calling you out of what? We're calling you out of darkness. But we're not just calling you out of darkness. So many of us think that it's okay just to be saved. You're not a picture of the church just because you're going to heaven. I didn't call you out of darkness to leave you alone. I called you out of darkness to call you together. I'm calling you out of darkness, calling you together. I'm calling you out of darkness, and I'm calling you together together. Can we drive this two more times? I'm calling you out of darkness and I'm calling you together. I'm calling you out of darkness and I'm calling you together. If you think you can know God and do life by yourself, you are not the picture of the church that God is thinking of because you can't be called out without being called together. Thank you guys. This is what God is building. And and, and, in this past year, our world has told us that this is not essential. And I don't believe that we bought into the lie because we don't believe that what we just saw was essential. I think we just had a misinterpretation of what the church was. And you thought that you can do church by yourself. And you thought that you can do church alone. Church is being called out and called together. Can I tell you what's on the mind of God? Growing the family of God, growing the family. Why? Because you have family members that are in the dark, but you know what God is saying? We need to build this. Why? Because we need to call them out, and we need to call them together. We need to call them out, and we need to call them together. Why do I give? Not just so we can add another light. We give so we can call them out and call them together. Now, you can't get it twisted. The building is not the church, but the building enables us To call them out and call them together. It is still a tool. It is still a resource for us to do what we are called to do. So does the building matter? It matters if it's helping us call them out and call them together. You know, hospital buildings. I was driving by a hospital, and I realized it was no longer a hospital anymore. The hospital was just a building But the reality is, is all those doctors can move into a parking lot and they can do everything that they need to do. They can have heart surgery in the parking lot. They can can do all the things they need to do in a parking lot. But how many of you know it is a lot easier and more productive to do it in a building? Now, the church is not the building, but it is the tool that we utilize here at Celebration Church to call people out and call them out together. Everything that we do, we do it with this in mind, calling them out and calling them together, calling them out and calling them together. And if you're looking at your life this past year, ask yourself, have you been called out or have you went back into darkness? And or are you doing life together with like-minded believers? Because if you're not, you're not a picture of the church that God is trying to build. Why is this important, Peter? Because if you If you can grab a hold of this, Peter, there's two things that you will walk in. There's two things that you will walk in. Number one, you need to know this when you're building my church, Peter, when you are the picture of the church that I am building, Peter, when you're called out, but not just called out, but called together, Peter, hell can't conquer it. Hell can't conquer it. Hell cannot conquer it. The gates of hell will not prevail. One of the reasons why the gates of hell cannot conquer it, because the head of the church is Jesus Christ. And, and, and too many of us, too many of us have done life by ourselves, so we're getting our teeth kicked in because we are not connected to a winning team. You, you, you got to understand when you get a part of something greater than yourself, hell does not have an answer for the church. Hell does not have an answer for the church, and it's not because we're big and bad, but it's because the guy leading the church, which is Jesus, he's big and bad. And hell knows his name, and hell still respects his name. Jesus is the one running the show. He is the head of the church. I hope this is making sense to somebody. Hell can't conquer the church. So my question is: If you've been conquered in your life lately, how connected are to you the one that's, to, to the How connected are you to the head? How connected are you to what God is building? I, I, I meet so many people, and they come in and they get super excited, and it's like, wow, your life is going good, and it's going so good they actually don't think they need to be connected because I'm good now. I'm going to go my way and say no more. And then you see things in their family start just falling apart. Their relationships fall apart. They start going back to things they never thought they would go back to. It's not because there's a problem with you. You just left the very thing that was keeping you intact. You were connected to something that was way, way bigger than you. And if, if you don't want to have that kind of testimony, I would just encourage you, get back connected to the winning team because hell does not have an answer for the church. What are you building What are you building? I know it's your family, but is your family connected to the church? What are you building? I know it's your business, but is your business connected to the church? The gates of hell will not prevail. Gates are trying to keep you, keep things, keep people out. When Adam sinned in the garden, the devil took access to everything that you had access to the devil took access of your health. The devil took access of your resources. The devil took access of your peace. He took access of all of it, and he put it on the other side of these gates, and he said, no more for you. But when Jesus died and rose again, all of a sudden, he said, there's a different narrative to this story. And those gates that are trying to keep your healing locked up, those gates that are trying to keep your children locked, those gates are no answer for the church. Are you building the church? Are you connected to the church? The gates of hell will not prevail. The second thing that he tells Peter is this. Peter, you're going to walk in divine authority. You're going to walk in an authority that you never dreamed of. The scriptures say this, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Others' translations say whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. In other words, you will walk in an authority that whatever you say, heaven has your back. And the reason why heaven has your back is not because you're doing isolation Christianity by yourself, but it's because you are connected to something that the head of the church is connected to. So when you speak, just know that the head is standing here backing you up. And when you say cancer, no, no, no. Just know that the head of the church is backing you up. When, when, when the devil says, I want your kids, just know that the head of the church is backing you up. What are you building? The church is not a location. This is the people. You are the church. You were called out of darkness, but you were called to do life together. And when I look at our society, it has, it has blinded people from seeing how essential church really is. It's just what we do on Sundays. No, this is not what I do on Sundays. This is what I take my three daughters to every week, telling them, listen, this is what you're connected to. If I die, I care about where they go to church. I do because it is important for them to be connected to like-minded believers. I need them in the family of God, and when they walk in the family of God, hell can't conquer them. No, no, no. It can't conquer them. It cannot conquer them. And they're going to walk in a divine authority that they've never dreamed they can walk in. They're going to speak to things and things are going to change. Some of you need your voice back. Some of you need to get your voice back. Some of you used to pray when hell would come knocking on your door, but you lost your voice. Not because you don't have one, just because you've you stopped building what God was building. You stopped building what he was building. Can you get back connected to what God is building? It can change everything about your life. He's building the church. He looks at Peter and he says, Peter, you're blessed. He says, Peter, you're blessed. On this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Do you know what this is a picture of? If you read in the book of Genesis, when God created Adam, he gave Adam these keys. He gave Adam these keys. And he looks at Adam just the way Jesus looked at Peter. And God looks at Adam and says, Adam, be blessed. Jesus looks at Peter and says, Peter, you're blessed. God looks at Adam, be fruitful and multiply. In other words, grow the family. Jesus looks at Peter and says, build the family. God looks at Adam and says, take dominion over everything. And Jesus looks at Peter and says, take dominion over everything. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Can I tell you that Jesus is reestablishing a system that was broken. And it is our time. This is our moment for us to stop playing games and get connected to what God is building. When I pay my tithe, I know where it's going. Out of darkness into light building together, I'm calling them out and I'm calling them together, this is more than just a service that you're attending this is just a space where we can call people out and where we can call them together, there's power in this moment there's power in this moment God is in this moment God is in this moment the gates can't prevail in your life, get connected to what he's building, I know your racetrack looks nice and dandy but there's a track that's way bigger than what you're building And can I, can I, even if your racetrack was like super amazing and your business signed every deal and you made billions and billions of dollars. But if your, great, your grandkids don't know that it's their job to come out of darkness into the family, then what you built was in vain. Because everything that you accumulate in your racetrack, you can't take it to heaven with you. But everyone that joins the family of God, guess what? We know where we're going to spend eternity. It's what God is building in the earth. I don't want to devalue what you're building because what you're building is essential. What you're building is essential. What you're building matters. But it only matters if you're, in con- if you're in connection to what God is building. It only matters if you know why you're building what you're building. I'm building this business because it's not just about me. I'm going to use my resources to make sure someone comes out of darkness and joins the family. God, I'm going to build the family of God. I'm going to use my talents. I'm going to use my resources to build God's family. And guess what? Over your business, hell cannot conquer it. You'll walk in a great divine authority, not because you're big and bad, but because the head of the church is Jesus, and he's big and bad. Does this help anyone today? Let's pray. God, today, we just thank you for your extraordinary love that has drawn us out of darkness and has put us in a family. God, today, we, we, we just put our insecurities to the side. And we just make a conscious decision to allow you to accept us. And we just are grateful that we can be a part of something so much bigger than what we see. God, I just pray for people that have detached themselves from what you're building. God, I just pray that you will reel them back in. And God, that you would speedily turn things back around in their life. God, that you would make up... There's some of you in this place that you feel like you've lost years, and it's going to take you years to get back to the place where you were when you and God were on the same page. Can I tell you, it'll happen in a moment. And when it happens in that moment, God does not want to sit there talking about the last five years that you feel were insignificant. He wants to talk about today, and he wants to talk about your future, and he wants you to start building what he's building so the gates can't prevail. God, I pray for every person, every prodigal. God, I pray for every person that has devalued what you're building. And today we just make the adjustments to connect ourselves back to you. God, I just declare by faith that we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would take dominion in our city like never before, that we would walk in a great authority, that it begins to turn heads in our community, that we would walk in an authority to speak to sickness, that we would walk in an authority that would speak to fear, that we would walk in an authority that would cause the gates of hell to panic. We declare we are that church. We are that church over our businesses. They're thriving. In hell, it's off limits. Over our children, they're thriving. Hell, no more. Over our bodies, they're thriving. Hell, no more. Over our futures, they're bright. Hell, no more. Today, we make that adjustment, God. We make that adjustment with every head bowed and eye closed. Maybe you're examining your own life even in this moment, and you're realizing, wow, me and God, we're not even on the same page. If I'm honest, man, I'm still in the dark. I haven't been called out yet. But we gather in this space for people that are in darkness to come out and to come together. And what enables you to do that is Jesus himself. Because the one that is in charge welcomes you with open arms. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter even what you think. Jesus says you are and you can be a part of the family. The Bible says all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What does that mean? When you are aware that the only reason why you can connect to the family of God is because of Jesus. And when you receive of what Jesus did for you. When you realize that on your best day, you weren't good enough anyways, but it's Jesus alone, your confidence in him and what he did for you alone, that brings you in to the family. It's not what you know, it's who you know, and today you can know Jesus, and everything about your life can begin to change. If that's you in this place, I want you really just, I'm not going to call you up, but I, wanna, I want you to slip your hand up in the air just so I know who I'm praying with. If that's you, raise your hand. I see those hands. I see those hands. I see those hands. I see those hands. And I see those hands. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna pray this prayer together, and we're going to make a declaration. This is just by faith. We're going to make this declaration, and we're going to accept Jesus into our life. And we're going to accept what he did for us. And once, once you do that, just know you've just got connected to the family of God, and you never, ever have to do life by yourself again. Say this, Jesus, today I receive of you. I believe that you lived for me, and I believe that you died for me, and I believe that God raised you from the dead for me. Today I call you my Savior, and I make you my Lord. I thank you that my life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we celebrate for those that just came out of darkness and, and they, 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 they came out and they are a part of the family of God? This is a big deal. You are now the church. Why? Because the church wasn't a building. The church was you, and you've been called out, And you've been called together. I want you to stand to your feet right where you're at. Those online. Those online. Let's just engage in this moment right here. I just want to pray one more time. But more importantly, I want you to just speak over your situation. Can I remind you? The things that have been harassing you, the gates that have tried to keep you out of what you've been looking for, those gates don't have an answer to the church. So, so in this moment, I'm going to ask Todd just to sing something. It doesn't take a whole, it's not going to take a long time for you to get gates open in your life. But I want you, because you have more authority over your life than I do over your life. And now that you are the church, there's some things that you need to go and get. So in this moment, maybe it's your kids that you're believing for. Today, you call them in. By faith, I declare that my kids will serve God. Maybe that's all you need to say, but can I tell you, when you say that, the head of the church says, I back them up. Gates, be open. Maybe today you've been battling some kind of sickness in your life. Can I tell you what's on the other side of those gates? Your health, your healing. They've been there. Jesus paid for them. Now that you're connected to the head of the church, how about instead of just praying for God to just do something, just go get your healing. Healing is mine. I am healed. Maybe by faith today, in this moment, you just have to start. To, I'm healed. Jesus says, "I back them up. Open up those gates. The healing is yours." Top, can we just sing something because we're going to we're going to go gather some stuff that's been missing? Let's sing it, Top.
1: No weapon formed against me will prosper, cause You are for me. No weapon formed against me yes, will, will prosper cause you are Thank for Thank you, me. God. No weapon formed against me. Hell will cannot conquer. prosper cause you are for me. No weapon formed against me will prosper cause you are for me. And no weapon formed against me. Yes, will prosper cause you. Yes, God. We declare that healing is ours. We declare that provision is ours. We declare that our children are ours.
0: We just declare right now by faith. You for giving us clarity today and god we make the necessary adjustments to be who you've called us to be we believe by faith that our lives are getting better that things are going to change in jesus name amen was this helpful for anybody today? thanks for listening if this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of jesus